Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we are working our way through the Saw movies because we're miserable and there's a new one coming out in October and we decided we'd go through all of them so we've reviewed all the series when we get to the new one and I'm regretting that decision because today we're talking Oof. about Saw 4 which mm-hmm. you know full spoilers I'm just going to give you the spoiler warning just now because quite frankly mm-hmm. I am not interested in dancing around it and you're not in the mood I, I'm really not in the mood and <laughs> sure enough you know what this is the worst one so far this this was a convoluted mess of a film. <laughs> and and that's like saying something for a Saw movie. This, that, <laughs> the, there is far too many things going on in this movie. Mm. Which, don't get me wrong, I still to say that a movie can't have multiple plot lines and it can't, you know, interestingly bring them all together at the end. Because it can, it mm. absolutely can. But this movie doesn't know how to do that. This, this movie, mm. like, it, it jumps around so many things and Oh, by the way, we we killed our, our our serial killer. You know, Jigsaw's dead. He died at the end of the last one. So what do we do? Flashbacks. Lots of flashbacks. Oh, boy. And his wife. <laughs> you know, the wife can tell us about the flashbacks. And that's how we'll see these, these scenes. And we'll have these new characters that we don't care about from the mm-hmm. FBI who are investigating what's going on. And two of the like, minor, very minor characters from the last movie who had one scene are now suddenly main characters because of course they are. The, oh. the problem is I care so little for these movies <laughs> uh-huh. that after I watch them, I just want to kind of like purge them from my memory. But so like, when I see these characters in this movie, I have no idea. I'm like, this could easily have been someone important from the other movies that I'm supposed to remember and I just don't give a shit. <laughs> like that, that is fair. You know, there's actually there is actually one small kind of weird cameo from a character from a previous movie. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, mm. It's when Jigsaw is like, in the flashback. He's waiting outside the clinic for his wife, and mm. this like prostitute, I guess, comes up to the the car. Oh, okay. That was the I... the, the, the junkie from uh, the second movie. Oh, I didn't realize. See, I. That totally was over my head because I, I, I guess I just don't care. I vaguely it's, recognized her, so I looked it up to see if it was the same, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was the same person. So sure like enough, they're, they're trying so hard to make everything so interwoven and connected. Where I, I might actually enjoy these movies if it was just a crazy guy putting people in death traps, but they have to have this ongoing mythology. Oh, yeah, that, the, the actual core idea of Saw, that the idea of the there's a game, and he puts them in a game, like, you know, a demented version of the Riddler, and they have to try and work their way out of it. That simplicity, if it was done simple, relative to this, could actually be a lot of fun. Like, there's actually promise in the concept of Saw. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are so far up their own ass at this point with this movie. Like, the, the, the So, there's so many things going on. So, so <laughs> what, what are the names here? Rig. Rig is the, the cop from the last movie, the SWAT leader. Uh, they find uh, Dana Meyer's character's body at the start of this movie, and he he's like upset about it, he's concerned that everyone around him is dying, so he ends up getting kidnapped and waking up, and you know his game is that 
you know, uh, this detective played by Donnie Wahlberg from the second movie, Star Alive. He's got a beard now. He's been held captive for months, <laughs> and he's 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 hung up from the ceiling, and he's standing on a block of ice that's melting. So, so Rig has X amount of time to maybe save him. That's that's what's mm-hmm. going to happen. And okay, so first of all, it felt like a weird non-jigsaw kind of plan because he's kind of free the entire time. Which I guess the point of his whole thing is that. I mean, his test is basically just to decide not to go and save him. But it, it's so strange because I thought the point of Jigsaw is that he's trying to, like, teach bad people to enjoy life. But, yeah. like, and he's, he's punishing, trying to teach... <laughs> yeah, he's punishing this guy because he wants to save people. This is what he's punishing him for. This is this is why the movie's so far up its own ass. At least some of the minor characters in this are, like, rapists and stuff. It's like, okay, right, they, I get why they're being punished, but this, this guy, like... You're punishing him because he's hard on himself for not saving his co-workers? That you keep killing, you dumb <laughs> asshole? Like, what? No. So, he's doing that. Um, meanwhile, the other detective that we saw in one scene in the last movie, uh, we see him in the opening scene of this, because the, the, the movie opens with this ridiculously long autopsy scene where they're, like, taking Jigsaw's, you know... Mm-hmm scalp off in the in the, the, the morgue and they're and they eventually they open in his skull and they find a tape. Of course there's a tape in well it's in his stomach, but same difference. So they they find a tape and they call in the detective and the detective comes in and he listens to the tape. See, this <sighs> is a, I had this complaint about the last movie where they just turn Jigsaw into this dude that is impossibly miles ahead of like whatever you know some like he knows exactly what people are going to do to the point where even once he's dead he has all these contingency plans that he knows exactly like people are going to fall for and it's just uh, i don't know there's never anything about him that i I feel like warrants this level of like genius (laughs) yeah he has too much plot armor that's the problem they treat him like he's like he's the he's the smartest man on the planet. Like for him to pull off these plans, he is smarter than Stephen Hawking. He's smarter than Einstein. He's smarter than all these people. Like, See, it's like I I believe it in S- Superman when Lex Luthor does something like this because that's you know you, you're talking about comic books and and that sort of thing and Tim, I, I don't know Lex Luthor's never done anything on the scale of this asshole. <laughs> not like this. Not 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 at this point. Not four movies in where every single movie they've built more shit onto the same convoluted plot. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, it it is insane. But I mean, yeah, like even I, I'm just trying to say that there's stuff that I could buy, you know, in a more unbelievable setting, like. Or, or if you just have this established history with a character where you know, all right, well, this is their thing. They're this type of genius and intellect and they're this smart or something but him it, it, it's not even like about smarts it's like he just knows what people are going to do here's here's my big problem with this movie and why even as under its own rules as the series it kind of falls apart and I don't think this one's even like, there's no redeeming qualities to this one there's no central game I mean the central game is technically rig and him like try to get to you know detective from the second movie that's kind of the main thing but the actual screen time it gets is actually really little because cause it basically he goes around multiple locations and each one there's like a different person there that he's supposed to let kill themselves with one of the traps that's already been kind of set up. That's kind of the whole thing. But 
it only gets so much screen time because there's so many other things going on. The, <laughs> you know, we we cut to you know the, the detective to Donnie Wahlberg, uh, and now the new detective that we saw at the start of the movie from the last movie, uh, whose name I'll, I'll refer to him a lot. So I need his name. He's a uh, Hoffman, uh, Mark Hoffman. So Hoffman's a him, right? He's, I mean, we're in spoilers, by the way, full spoilers. He's the one at the end that turns out to be working for Jigsaw, right? So just, you know. Uh, and he, the funny thing is, is, he looks evil the whole time. And it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so shocked. Uh, not that they earned the twist either, admittedly. Like, see, see mm-hmm. when the the, the, the the twist on Ravelry music plays, right? It's like, da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na-na, da-na-na, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like walking up behind Reg. I'm like, you've not earned this. And the moment that it really pissed me off is as he's leaving the room, he like turns and says game over and shuts the door i'm like <laughs> Do you, i barely know who this guy is yeah like I, I have no context for who this asshole is why what like why do i care i don't i have no idea it, it's, it, it, at least in the second movie with amanda the twist worked and was kind of effective because mm-hmm. we knew she was a victim we had context for her and she seemed like like a victim this all he does in this movie after the kind of fake his kidnapping is that he just sits in a chair with a gag in his mouth he does nothing all film he just sits yeah. there and i mean it, that's something that i was going to kind of get at but isn't this pretty much like the same twist as the second one like hey surprise this person turns turns out to be working with them Pre- all pretty along. much uh, and and even like the second one it ends with them just closing the door and can uh, well the first one ended with that as well. To be fair, you can almost argue yeah. the game over and then the close of the door could almost be something that happens at the end of all of them because it's like the final mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. so so the other big twist that happens at this is that this movie is actually taking place at the same time as Saw Three. The, the opening scene with the autopsy is actually set after the movie, right? The rest of the movie, uh, because when all the characters actually finally converge, because we have the two FBI characters who are looking into Jigsaw and they're kind of like get into the crime scenes that Tig goes to like just behind them and they're like trying to figure things out and that goes on uh, meanwhile we have the interrogating of Jigsaw's ex-wife and we get the flashbacks and that's going on uh, like there's Those... all these things happening and they're all kind of like jumping around and it's, it's harder to get a hold of this one which by the way on the subject of the, the FBI agents like checking out these crime scenes two, two really stupid things I want to point out one of them is that a random like uh, forensic photographer gets killed because one of the, the 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 forensic guys is like dusting one of the traps for prints and he sets it off and this arrow goes through her neck. So first of all, yeah, who hired this idiot? Secondly, uh, after the the crime scene at this, this there's like a school and it's like we we get a flashback with the detective was involved where this this dad was beating up the kid and the wife was sticking up for him and. So, after it's actually the same one where the, the, the forensic chick gets killed, but they they realise there's something else in the, the building. They, they go to check it out, and they find a room with a, you know, the, the doll, and there's a tape. So they play a tape, and it's to the the female FBI agent. And it's like, Agent... Uh, what's, her, what's her face? I don't know. Uh, Perez. Agent Perez, your next move is an important one. And it's like... Jesus. And it just, you know, it, it says his thing. And then she becomes suddenly the most stupid character in the history of the movie business because she hears a mechanical noise coming from the doll. So we're into this legendary reign of this serial killer Jigsaw who kills people with traps. She's been to several of his crime scenes and seen several of said traps. 
and yet she hears a mechanical noise coming from something that she knows is from him and she leans in towards it. And wouldn't you know it, it's a trap. She ends up with a lot of shit in her face. She might be dying. What? what? Why? And why do I care? Uh, there's, a, there's a scene afterwards where the, the partner calls her mum to like, hey, I've got bad news. Like, we're supposed to give a shit. Like, I don't know any of these characters. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very strange. <sighs> and I... Do we have, like, a time frame for how long he's been operating? Because, like, from the movies, it feels like since the first movie, this has all taken place over, like, three days or, or something. Yeah, like, the, the, the timeline from the first movie to now is very short. But in the first movie, they're talking about it like he's been doing it for months. Because, remember, uh, Dr. Lawrence says uh, they, they came to investigate me months ago, thinking he was a suspect. Oh, right. so, so Jigsaw had been a thing for months. Yeah, now, I don't know if this is something where, you know, if you're a big fan, which there are, like, I, I, I know people who are big fans of the series, so I don't know if it's something where all these little interconnecting things, like, you know, really make you excited, but if you're not a fan of it, it's just really frustrating. Like you said, you see these characters and you're like, why do I care about them? And they do try to make everything feel like a big deal. Like every minor character, every death is supposed to be like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. But uh, I mean, maybe it works if you like it, but if you don't, it's just so tedious. But and Here's the thing. I, I love mythologies that build and you know i love mm -hmm. twin peaks i love lost i love westworld mr like mr robot things where it gives you hints and seeds and then you start to build a picture as you go through it like mm -hmm. that's when it's done well this is not mm -hmm. done well this is they wrote the previous movie and then decided they wanted to write another movie and they wanted to somehow make it feel like oh this is going to change this is this twist is going to change the past three movies so they it's just super convoluted to try and make it have more twists. That's how it feels like. That's what it feels like to me, anyway. Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing: the third movie ended with the main character, like the the main guy who was like going through the game, Angus McFadden. He he, like his wife ends up dying at the end, and Jigsaw dies. But he finds one more tape saying that his daughter's also been kidnapped by Jigsaw. And we actually ended a cliffhanger where he screams because his daughter's been kidnapped by Jigsaw. And that's... Because it, it leaves you off with the impression that the next movie is going to be him finding his daughter. Mm -hmm. And what's the payoff for that, might you ask? So we go most of the movie <laughs> where we don't see him, we don't know anything's going on with him, and it's when we actually reveal that it's been taking place during the same time as Saw 3, because our characters are showing up. The, the FBI agent, uh, Tig, or Trig... Or Rig. 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 <laughs> I got there eventually. <laughs> FBI agent Rig uh, are, you know, congregating on the on the site, right? And mm. then we just cut to the guy from the third movie. Like, it just cuts mm. to him. And the music goes... And it's like, <laughs> okay. And then you're like, oh, wait, he's just walking in to the ending of the third movie. Like, that's actually happening mm. right now. And that's when you realise it's all going on at the same time. So that plays out. His wife gets her head blown up. Uh, Amanda's died on the floor. Jigsaw is dead. And then, how how does his story end after he's found out that he needs to go and save his daughter? How 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 does it continue from the point where, in the, the end of the last movie, the big cliffhanger was that Jigsaw has his daughter and he's got one more test to do. FBI man walks in the room and shoots him and kills him. He's dead. <laughs> I, 
screw you movie you you, you, <laughs> you left that open at the end of the third movie like it was a big deal like we're going to do something with this, this is the, we're, see we've planned for the next one we actually left something to do with it and yeah somehow the fourth movie feels like no we had a different story we wanted to do and we just kind of realised halfway through, oh yeah, we need to actually wrap that up from the last movie. It's almost an inconvenience that they have to kill him off, just quickly. And it's kind of annoying because <laughs> we don't like these movies, so we don't care. But at the same time, it's like, you're trying to make us care. And then like we're like, alright, fine, you, you gave us this twist, there's going to be some payoff. And then you're not even gonna have the decency to try to pay it off for something that we don't care about but you're trying to make us care about it's well this is, just, it's, this is a big example of why we don't care though like yeah. this is just a really big example of it but the reason why we don't care is because they don't spend enough time in the characters everyone is just kind of miserable like there's never like I'm, I'm, would it kill them to have like a a happy moment for a character near the start of the movie before their life starts going to shit. And because because Jigsaw keeps going after, like, cops who are connected to the previous cops who investigated them, and he sort of, like, keeps just going, like, everyone that we get to has already lost, like, tons of people, so they're already miserable at the start of the movie, and it just kind of feels like... And obviously you want a certain tone, I get that, but it just... It never feels like you actually get a time to really grow to, like, any of the characters. They're just, like... I... I, I because, like, you know, the, the FBI agent, the lady, like, she gets, like, not quite killed, but, like, you know, injured badly, goes sent to hospital, and the male FBI agent starts, like, getting angry and, like, throwing things off the desk. He goes back into the ex-wife and he shouts at her, God damn it, tell me about Jigsaw, tell me about him, God damn it. Boy, do you, you really do learn a lot about Jigsaw. Oh, yes. Dude, he has a <laughs> clock that's 300 years old. <laughs> yeah. And also, there's this convoluted plot where he was, like, on a... Like he was buying property with a lawyer or something. I well, I thought that the whole thing, like the whole reason why he's doing this, is because he was a person who was diagnosed with a terminal disease, and you know he decided it wasn't fair. He didn't appreciate life. It was when they wrote the first movie. That's (laughs) what the reason was. But of course, you get to the fourth movie, and it's like, no, we want more backstory. So let's yeah. let's give him more reasons. Let's give him more reasons. <laughs> and sure enough, his ex-wife ran a drug clinic for you know addicts mm-hmm. to come and like you know get help. And sure enough, one guy breaks in, and she's pregnant at the time, by the way. And mm-hmm. he, I kid you not, he kills the baby accidentally <laughs> by opening the door so quick that it, it crushes her pregnant stomach. That is literally a scene that happens in this movie. This was so over-the-top dramatic. It was insane. <laughs> yeah. I like, couldn't believe And then, 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 like, two scenes later, like, Jigsaw, like, she's she's lying in bed and she's recuperating. Mm-hmm. And he comes up, he's like, you can't help them. They have to help themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, that, that's Jigsaw. <laughs> Like seriously, uh-huh. like we had to go that deep. We had to ex- again. Do you know what horror movie villains are scarier when they don't have too much explanation? Like, the- oh, I I don't understand why are you trying to give me reasons to sympathize with the villain? Like he's supposed to be like you know they're they're scary boogeymen. They're not supposed to be like oh, I feel bad for him. Here's the thing as well, though. Like, see. Your whole problem, or both of our whole problem, but you you brought it up earlier with the like his plan's been so intricate and he's he's he's, he's so, so far ahead of the game and he's predicting all these things. He's predicting how people react. 
I could almost let that go if he was like a complete mystery. Like, mm-hmm. but the more human you try to make him, the more I feel like the rest of it's just bullshit and fake. Like, it, it's, it feels like so unrealistic. Whereas at least if it was like this unknown presence that we never really found out about, I could almost like speculate in my head, maybe he's not even really a person. Maybe maybe he's more than a person and that's why mm-hmm. he can do all this. Or, you know, if it's left to the imagination, you can almost like forgive like things being so smart, like, because maybe he's yeah. more than that. And even if he isn't, he's so unknown and mysterious. Like, maybe it's not just one person. What if it's, what if it's 20 people that are all working yeah. together to achieve like mm-hmm. but no we know it's him we know it's this one guy we know his pregnant wife uh, had a miscarriage because a junkie slammed a door in her, her stomach we we know that he was in a car crash we know that he had cancer mm-hmm. we know all these things and it just is like yeah. okay go away <laughs> and by the way weird complaint but so halfway through the movie like again talking about stuff that's done already with the first movie and the second movie uh, so we've got Hanging detective from the second movie, we've got the new detective, uh, Hoffman, who turns out to be the, the jigsaw, like, replacement guy, uh, in the chair in this room, and there's, like, someone who in the room who's watching them, and it's a lot like the first movie, where the, you know, the, the fake jigsaw, like, who was, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Ben from Lost, he, he was the, and, he, but obviously it turns out, no, he's a pawn as well, he's, like, doing this as part of his game, uh, watching them, it does that same thing. Uh, and it turns out to be this lawyer from Jigsaw's past that, you know, uh, some of them have encountered before. He also got a lot of these victims off, you know, uh, charges that we've seen throughout the movie that Rig encounters. And mm-hmm. it cuts to a flashback of him. Like, as soon as we see him for the first time uh, in present day, it cuts to him in a flashback at the police station. And I'll be honest, I think they made a really stupid blunder here because they cast someone who looks a lot like Hoffman. Because I, yeah. when it cut to the flashback, I thought it was Hoffman with a wig on. Because <laughs> he has different hair, but he looks very similar like in terms of his face. I thought it was the same goddamn person for a minute. And I'm like, oh, I guess it's not. I guess this guy just looks like him. That was just poor casting. Because you're not meant to cast two people who look a goddamn alike like that. But whatever. I, I honestly, I cannot keep track of like almost any of the characters in this movie. They all kind of look and sound and act the same to me. Like... You know, you're either a crooked cop or you're like a cop trying to seek justice or you're a, you know, junkie or like a sleazy, you know, some type of guy, like scam guy that's like taking advantage of people. And they all kind of look and sound the same and act the same to me. There's really no one to root for. Like, I, I never found yeah. myself caring about anyone, but I never, I certainly never, I can't even see objectively, like, who would I be rooting for? Would I be rooting for... Mm. I mean, Rig, I guess, is the closest, because he... It, I mean, yeah. as we pointed out, he's not actually done anything bad. He's been punished for wanting <laughs> to help people. Like, come on yeah. now. Uh, what, you know, it's just Jigsaw being up his own ass. Like, it's just bullshit now at this point. Like, yeah, you're, you're telling people you yeah. want help, and you want to do this and that, but you're not really... This, so you're you're running out of ideas. You've gotten down to, like, to the last cop in, <laughs> like, in the area, and you're like, oh... This guy's good, but I still want to play a game. Yeah, we actually saw the first time he said that because he, he he got <laughs> the guy who you know shut the door on his wife, mm-hmm. and he gets him in his first ever trap, which is basically like this like gate of knives on his face that he has to push through with his face to like let get his hands free so he can get out, and then he like so he does that. And then, but oh, just before he puts it on, he's like, and the guy's like, "Oh, what do you want to do with me? What do you want to do with me?" And he's like, "I want to play a game." 
and it's like the first <laughs> time he ever says it. And then I like how that ended at least because he moved out the way and the guy ran to like a sort of pit of barbed wire, and that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I was amused by it. Uh, the traps were whatever in this one like we had the, the big opening trap which was kind of disconnected until you realise later on it's the lawyer who was the mm-hmm. one of them uh, you've got a guy who's had his eyelid sewn shut and you've got a oh, guy right. who's had his mouth sewn shut and they're connected to this device but because the other guy can't see he just hears the noises from the other guy and thinks he's the enemy he thinks he's the guy who's done this to him so he starts he tries to fight back and then the lawyer's got his mouth sewn shut so he can't speak and tell him this he's not like, he's also trapped he's not the bad guy so blind guy starts fighting he has to fight back and he eventually has to, has to kill him and you know the, the big final the big shot the money shot before the title hits is uh, him finally ripping his mouth open and it's just all the screaming and the blood and uh, and that, that was okay I, I guess I thought at least this one seemed a little different I feel like all the other traps in the movies are kind of the same it's just always people like getting like body parts ripped off or you know things like stabbed into him yeah there was at least like a kind of cool inventive bent on this first one just just the idea that one of them couldn't see another one couldn't speak admittedly i will criticize it in that how are they supposed to figure this out like you know jigsaw's thing at least the claims is that they can get out of it they can win but how mm. how can they win <laughs> how, how do they do it yeah uh but i don't know uh but yeah, he's banking on this guy surviving because then he leaves him a tape recording. The lawyer, he leaves him a tape recording <laughs> because then he needs to go and do this other thing for him. And it's like, well, what if he is the one who died? Well, I mean, again, I guess he just has those psychic powers where he knows exactly what's going to happen. No, admittedly, yeah, sure, the blind guy is likely to lose, but still, I mean, it's not not that certain. And what if the blind guy won? Like, even if he had a tape recorder that had mm-hmm. the same message on it, like. How's the blind guy going to do the stuff that you wanted him to do? Yeah. You know, I just, and, it doesn't know. Uh, again, I guess you just have to go with he is uh, the smartest man to have ever lived and <laughs> plans everything so meticulously that there's no way his plans can go wrong. <clears throat> yeah. Also, in one of the flashbacks, he reveals like a trap. It's like a glass box with lots of smashed mm-hmm. glass at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Did you not notice that that never came up again in the movie? I honestly, I, I did not care at all. That, but the funny I thing is, is I, about re- it. <laughs> as I remember it though. So it's in a movie. So I think it must be in the next one. Okay. So that was set up for something in the next one, I guess. Like, sure, why not? It's such a weird thing where you like when you're watching the movies it, it it's not just enough that you have to be like oh they're picking up on this thing from the last movie you have to be like all right that's from the first movie uh this is from the second movie that's from the third movie this is gonna be from the movie coming up See, <laughs> it's no, like this would be fine like there's nothing wrong with that in theory if all of these things were actually memorable Oh sure, yeah. If yeah, if you actually enjoyed it, it would be it'd be great. It would give you more of the world to, you know, like and explore and stuff. But when you don't like it, it is such a tedious hassle. Yeah, it's and, it's like the movie doesn't actually function on its own. It's nothing but a series of like connecting things to the previous to the previous okay. entries. It's it's really frustrating. And just kind of kind of unfulfilling. I, 
I just really don't want to waste like even any little bit of brain space like having to remember like any characters and, or and seriously anything. so much of this movie is are these new FBI agents running around trying to figure stuff out and that is a lot of the movie like which is why it, it actually feels a lot on at least less saw like than uh, the previous ones because it it spends so much time away from the actual like game if you will or mm-hmm. the actual game that's going on uh, and. I don't know. I feel. I feel like any charm that it, it saw might have. I feel like it's taken away when it's mostly just the detectives like try to find, like what's 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 going on. This is this. Uh... Yeah, I I don't care about the backstory, or I I don't want to watch like an episode of CSI. You know, when I'm watching these horror movies, like just you know, if it was just. I feel like we've already said this a couple of times, but yeah, if it was just Jigsaw putting these people through all these crazy traps, uh, I, I mean, if they still have the same style and, and look, I still wouldn't enjoy them that much, but I definitely would like them a whole lot better than, you know, trying to have this like shitty crime mystery angle to it yeah. that they have. And it, and it feels kind of redundant because you, because at this point in the fourth movie, you know, there's going to have a twist at the end that, like you oh, yeah. know, no matter what, these are these characters are all playing into the trap. They're all screwed. I don't believe for a second that any of them are going to actually make it out, which which yeah. is a problem because there's like there's no chance of like one of them having a happy ending. So it, it just feels like a foregone conclusion that they're all screwed. At least in a slasher movie, like oh that one girl is probably going to live, so I can mm-hmm. root for her. Whereas in this, it's like no, nah, they're all screwed. It's fine. Yeah, or you would you think like in a slasher movie or something that oh. Like maybe they can at least fight back or find a weakness or do something. Uh, but here yeah. it, it, again, Jigsaw, even when he's dead, he's like this invincible, like guy that you can't get around. That there's no, you know, you can't root for anyone. There's no feeling yeah, of anytime. Ooh. Anytime someone thinks they're fighting back, they're just playing into the trap. Yeah, that, that is it. Anytime someone's so there's no there's no sense of chance. There's, there's no hope that they might get through it it's just not it's a foregone conclusion you're just doomed it's fine just let it happen whatever like i actually think it would take great balls this is this is what would what impress me in the new one if someone actually outsmarts them and beats the trap if that i, I, I don't even know what the plot of the new one is like if there mm. is like a, a main game or whatever but uh yeah i i could really go for that be interesting <sighs> but i don't know um I, I I I always angry at the end of this movie. Like this movie jumps around so many plot lines that I just did not care about. Because it, it, at least the core idea, if it was just people in a room with some mysterious trap and they're trying to figure it out. Um, but th- this is the one where it really became torture porn to me. Like people throw that term around and like, oh, saw so started torture porn. Like saw and hostel mm-hmm. did that. But this was the first one where I really felt like, no, this is actual. Just like that that opening with like the autopsy. And it was just like watching mm. them slowly peel off the skin, and it was just like, like I, I don't mind, like I don't care, but it just, it just, it felt like no, this is just here to have an extended gory sequence it, without any. And you know, it was even worse uh, for me because uh, I, I was watching it on uh, Hulu. You can stream it on there, mm-hmm. and uh, when I, I first started watching it, um, I, I think maybe like a. Um, my internet connection was like a little slow or, or something at the beginning. So this opening autopsy scene, it kept skipping. So it'd be like, it'd show two seconds and then it would just like freeze on them, like peeling off his scalp uh, or something. And I just, it, it just made it even like harder to get through. And I was like, Oh my God. That's actually pretty funny. 
<laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Uh, I feel like what what little charm that even Saw two and three, like you know, even the first three as a whole might have had, mm-hmm. was basically flushed down the toilet with this one. That, this is this is the one where if you didn't already hate it, this is the one where you should have felt it jumped the shark. That's what it felt like oh, yeah. to me. It felt like they were just mm-hmm. grasping at whatever straw they could to justify keeping it going as someone breaks down the door at Tim's. <laughs> uh, so, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm done. Any, any final points, Tim, you, you want to make about the uh, the movie? Can, can you explain the, the real estate plot uh, in the flashback? No. <laughs> um, I can explain that uh, I guess where the Jigsaw doll comes from. Oh, that's right. He got a little one as a present from his wife. Because we needed the origin of the Jigsaw doll and where where it came from. Mm. I look forward to the, you know, hopefully the next movie they show where the pig mask comes from. Um, <laughs> how how do you know we don't get that in 5, 6 or 7 now? Come on. True, true. <laughs> yeah, so wait, so the the new one that's coming out is the eighth one? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, man. So that means we have at least three more to get through. Uh like at least the eighth one like at least it'll be in October maybe I'll be a little more forgiving in a Halloween mood and it's a a new sort of era so it may not be the exact same as the old ones they may have had to spruce it up a little bit Mm because at the very least the trailer did not you know how this this unsaturated or sorry desaturated is the word uh, look they've got where there's barely any colour like you see the reds but everything else is just kind of blue and green like you know at least that doesn't appear to be in this new one. It looks like an actual proper movie. So yeah. at the very least, there's that. That's the one scene I hope I've got for you. But other than that, oof. and and I get, and uh, we didn't really mention it, but um, you know, in all the other movies, we have the same criticism where it just has this like kind of annoying like filter to it, and then everything is done in this kind of like frenetic sped up way when when they're focusing on stuff yeah especially the uh the traps and when someone's yeah. in danger there's all this speeded up editing and like just like one frame at a time kind of thing i i even notice it like you know in um like the interrogation scenes and stuff even that like the camera cannot stop moving like it's constantly like you know like sweeping and like circling around like the characters and, and stuff like I I just wish they would really just let the camera sit for a minute. I, I, I think that's that's part of to blame why you never care about the characters because it never slows down to just let you mm. like spend time with them. Everything's always moving. It's always move, move, yeah. move, move. Like you know, can't, can't slow down. Can't have can't have <laughs> proper pacing. We just have to speed through it. Like it's a mm. you know, it's a big checklist of things we need to get through. Uh, and this one, because it was jumping around so many plots compared to the previous films, it made it. It's, it's almost harder to remember a lot of this movie because I, I didn't remember a whole lot of it because it does just jump around all these different things. I didn't mm-hmm. remember these FBI characters. I didn't. I, mm-hmm. I, I I remember the autopsy at the start, and that was it. I guess that was the one memorable scene of the entire film because that's all I remembered from my previous viewing when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I at this point I have no idea which movies I've seen and which ones I haven't. Um, well, we'll find out soon. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I watched one last October just because it was like, oh hey, a newish Saw movie is streaming. I forget if it was six or seven, but I I don't remember anything about it. Um, 
and then I don't know. I think the only thing we haven't really mentioned, I don't think, is the is uh, the end of Riggs' test, which he fails. Oh uh, yeah, and we and the character who we were supposed to be rooting for all throughout Saw Two, mm-hmm. and then had a brief moment in Saw Three, and then we find out he's still alive right now. Uh, <laughs> basically, gets two giant ice blocks smashing his head, and his head gets basically. You know, it, I wouldn't even say squished; it's exploded. Like it just explodes <laughs> his head on impact, um, which is a fun little visual. But you know, uh, his whole test was just to stay away. He could have just stayed away, and that'd be it. That's that's the thing that's so stupid. It's like it's not even like there was something that was hard for him to do. He just had to wait a little bit, but he couldn't. Um, I'm tired. Let's let's wrap this up, Tim. <laughs> I want to I want to not think about this movie anymore, and we're having to speed okay. through them a little bit because we're getting closer to October, and we, we you know mm. we're like, oh, sh- you know, crap, we're behind. We need to we need to get get yeah. through these. We got all three to go, and only yeah. a month and a bit to do it. So, with that said, <sighs> Timothy, mm-hmm. what would you give Saw Four out of ten? Uh, and like at this point, I find it so hard to rate these movies because i just see them as like the same like big pile of crap like you know the first one i'm like oh yeah whatever second one okay and now at this point it's just they're all the same um i think this one i'm gonna give a 2.5 you're generous i'm giving it a two straight two two out of ten see the, the only thing that worries me is like it's like uh, if I give this a two point five, like then what happens if the next one is way worse? Like I mean, I can't imagine you them said getting that, worse. I'm, but... pretty, I'm pretty sure you said that last time. I mean, we were yeah. rating Saw three. You're like, no, no, I can't go too low because I I need to have room to go lower as, as we keep going. Um, for what it's worth, I remember Saw five not being quite as terrible as Saw four. Well, I don't okay. necessarily mean good, but I don't remember hating right. it as much. So okay. Optimism. Look forward to that. <laughs> Ain't going to be that long, Tim. A few weeks at most until we're doing Saw 5, <sighs> so I look forward to it. <laughs> but there you go. That's 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 Saw 4. The train wreck that it is. I, I can't wait. And yeah, like, I'm so excited by this this Hoffman character who's now the new Jigsaw. Like, I can't <laughs> wait to see what he's doing in the next movie, Like, what he cares about. Why is he doing it? I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure we'll find out something. Mm. I'm, 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 well, and if we don't like him, I'm sure we'll get another jigsaw by the end. <laughs> Probably. I mean, Amanda didn't last long, so so maybe we will. You know, uh, for a actually for a little while in the movie, I kind of thought like when they showed his ex wife was pregnant and stuff, I was like, oh, I wonder if his daughter's gonna end up being Amanda. <laughs> Because it just seems like everything like is so interconnected. I was like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they did something like that. They didn't look any younger to me, so I, I didn't even think <laughs> of that. But yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to pull that off, even though it was it would be complete bullshit because of the ages. Yeah. Like you know, like, it looks like it's a couple of years ago at best. Yeah, you know, not 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 twenty. I, th- I think I, th- I think she was even. I think I, I looked this up actually, like, like her age last time. I think she was. Like, Maybe about thirty when she made this movie. She's a bit older because yeah. she she was in a because she was playing teenagers at like the start of the nineties. So she was, huh? you know, she was a little bit older at this point. Uh, not I mean not old old, but just I mean, yeah. The point being, it's not been thirty years since that flashback. Is my point. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
But they, 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 that's soft four. Let's, let's wrap mm-hmm. this up, Tim. You can let us know what you think of soft four if you have been unfortunate enough to sit through it. In the comments below, you can like, subscribe, all that stuff, and all that jazz. I did promise you on the last uh, review that I would be revealing what the October votes were. Mm-hmm. Or, yes. more specifically, the voting in September for patrons for the month of October. Because, as I said, there's two Patreon votes, and then there's a public vote. So, patrons get three total votes. And then the public get one uh, because it's you know voting for the month of October where we do a lot of extras, and that seems like a good idea. Now I forgot I was going to do this, so I'm just about I'm just going to go and get the image up to tell me yeah. what they are. Tim, stall for time. Talk talk to the the, the lovely viewers about something. Uh, well, we're really excited about October. We're hopefully you know if everything goes according to plan, we're going to bring lots of extra movies and. Uh, you know, if you're interested in doing the voting, uh, we are going to have a public one, but uh, we're also going to have two uh, Patreon-only ones. So you can <laughs> you're, head you're over. You're literally just repeating things I just said a minute ago. You started off good. You started off great. You're like, oh, we're excited about October. But then you just you panicked and you went into the same crap I just said. Okay, so what's coming up in the votes? So the public vote that is open to absolutely everyone, I will make sure there is a link in the description below to the vote for the public one, because everyone's allowed to go to it, uh, is a werewolf vote. So you get to pick from Wolfen, The Howling, the classic werewolf of London, and the Wes Craven, not as well-remembered movie, (laughs) Cursed. So that's your four options. That is open to everyone. There'll be a link in the description below. Mm. So you get to vote on which one of those you want us to do next month uh, for October. So you can go do that. Uh, the two Patreon votes, this is the $5 tier and up on Patreon over at TV on Patreon.com. Uh, the first vote uh, is for what we're calling knee-high mischief. <laughs> and the options in this are Critters, Gremlins, mm-hmm. Puppet Master and Ooh. Ghoulies. So you can check out that vote. Uh, So that's kind of the fun, silly one. And then the other Patreon vote is the classics. And that is Phantasm, The Thing, The Shining, and The Omen. So that is a pretty meaty one because that's like, you know, big Mm -hmm. classic movies we've not done yet. Uh, There is a couple of other big classics we've already got planned for October. And there'll likely be a lot of weird random things as well as the new movies that are coming out, the new sequels that obviously we've been building up to all this time. Like the Mm -hmm. aforementioned Jigsaw. So that is that is the voting for during September for the month of October. There's bonus votes uh, because it's October, it's October Thon, it's Halloween, it's our time of year to celebrate so let's do that with some extra votes. So there you go. That's the voting. So go over and do that. Mailfuzz, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash TV for all that stuff. Go and look there. The public one, there'll be a link in the description below. Uh, but uh, yeah, but patrons, if you get the, the post on Patreon with the, the link for these two votes, there'll also be a link to the public one there as well for just so it's easy for you because they'll be in the same place. So with that said, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies, but not the Saw movies because they're not very good. Thanks for watching, guys. (laughs) We'll see you next time.